Get the best odds on all the big games this March. Download the Circa Sports Iowa app today. Welcome to another edition of the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast. It is episode 50 of Stands and Fits, presented by the Ivy College of Business at Iowa State University. Halfway to the century mark. We're halfway to the century mark. Made it all the way to to the the golden anniversary That's of right. the podcast. Didn't the didn't the forecast have its 200th episode the other day too? They did. So they we've did. Been, we've been hitting milestones lately. And Cycle Fanatic is well, they're going to. Yeah. Chris Chris jumped the gun on declaring that we'd hit 10,000 articles because with the drafts that were in WordPress. Yeah. Yeah. We have that many, but not not with published yet. See, and we were I think we were at the Drake game the other day, and I was just looking at the back end of the site and I saw 9,965 published. Mm. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, you jumped the gun on that one, bro. But obviously it's going to be hit within the next month, probably. Correct. We will hit uh we'll hit the hit the mark here in the next actually probably in the next couple of weeks. Might even hit it next week in San Antonio. With Almable coverage, I'm sure it's a possibility. Yeah, we're getting uh getting awfully close, but uh I think we're gonna do something a little special for for the uh ten thousandth mm-hmm. as long as we remember. That we're hitting 10,000 because we, remi- we forgot last time. <laughs> well, it's, we've been reminded by it already. It's already out there in public. Yeah. So. People are going to be like, what the hell? I thought you already hit 10,000. Yeah. Well, the, what, you know what they're really going to do is they're going to come back and they're going to complain that, hey, you've published 10,000 articles, but where's Transfer You Part 4? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't complain to me about that. <laughs> Not yeah. my thing. Yep. Not my thing. All right. What all we got? We got on tap today. Uh, well, to start off, we're, we, ha- we have the season sweep of Drake to talk about, but that's about it for... Uh, the season sweep of Drake. Man, those pesky bulldogs, dude. Like, what the hell are they doing? Why are they they're hanging around again? They're making us pull out our hair and every every time Iowa State goes against them. Yeah. Freaking freaking bulldogs. I was a little worried for a while, but the thing is, I do think that Drake looked massively improved. Like I think they're uh-huh. a decent a decent MVC team. That's a team that could finish in the top half of the valley. Yeah. On another note, how bad is you and I? I didn't watch their game, but then they get just absolutely murdered by Iowa. Yeah. That is far and away the worst Northern Iowa team Are they, I have seen in a long time. Do they just have a lack of talent around A.J. Green? I don't know what it is. The crazy thing is, and I was, I was saying this to Chris, I was like, man, there's, a, there's like one guy on that team that moves like a basketball player, and that's A.J. Green. Yeah. And that's basically it. The thing about you and I is they're obviously they're never that athletic, but they can always make shots and they can always defend. Those are the two things you can usually count on from you and I teams, but it sounds like maybe they don't even have that this year. Yeah, they don't make many shots. Not a lot of shots were made. You need to game. make shots if you're if you're uh, on that level. Spoiler alert, to win basketball games, you have to put the ball in the basket. That is some high level analysis right there. That is some high it's just like when uh it's like what did, I, did Iowa State start six for six from the field or something the other day? I yeah. can't remember what it was. Yeah. Uh, and I think it was wide right. Natty Light tweeted, if, if Iowa State doesn't miss a shot today, they're going to be hard to beat. They're going to win. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's going to be tough to beat them if they, if they don't miss a shot today. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, getting back to that Drake-Iowa State game, what were some of your impressions of the, of the game? Well, I think the, the main storyline, I know the win was big. But I think the, peop- the thing that people talked about was Cameron large usage. And I think that's going to still continue to come up. Yeah. And have we really talked about that at all? I don't think so. Yet on this pod? I don't think we have either. I mean, I don't. I don't it's I don't a tough know. one because I, I think the, the issue isn't necessarily the stuff that we were worried about over the summer for Cameron Lard. I think it's just a, an energy kind of thing. Yeah, I think that he's just trying to... 
He's just kind of trying to work his way back. Yeah, he just doesn't get, look, his, get things figured out again. He doesn't look like he's matching the game flow of any game he's been in yet. He's kind of he's kind of been hit and miss. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean, I, he was away for so long. I don't think we really know what he was doing in practice and like that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm not sure how to feel about that entire situation. And I understand the the people that want him to get more playing time just based on you know when he does get the like the the high level blocks and whatnot in the right. Paint. It looks really good, and I, obviously that kicks Iowa State up a notch um, on defense, but at the same time, if he's fouling every other possession, then you can't really keep him out there very long. Yeah, that's that's the big thing right now is that he you you can't keep him in the game when he's fouling. What is it that Travis Hines tweeted out? His fouls for, per 40 minutes is like 15? Yeah, something insanely bad. Yeah, you're not going to get yourself very many minutes when you're, you're you would foul out of the game three times. Exactly. But the good news is that Solomon Young will be back, Yeah, uh, I believe, in the next game. Solomon well. Young will be back on Friday. Lindell Wigginton will be back on Friday. Yep. Uh, get the whole team, get the whole crew back together. For the first time the, all year, they'll For be the at full strength. First time all year. And then uh, look forward to a, a trip to Stillwater. To Stillwater. Yeah. yeah. And I am glad that they're going to get one tune-up game with the whole roster before they head mm-hmm. down to start Big 12 play. My only concern is that if it – if it takes as long to get those guys worked back in as it has taken Cam, are we going to have to go through the whole first month of Big 12 play just like trying to work through this thing? Yeah, I do wonder about that. But I do think we've never really seen Lindell like look massively outside of the, the flow of the game like I right. think you have with Lard. And I think that Solomon has just always been kind of a solid player. You know what you're going to get from Solomon. He never really has too many highs or too many lows. He's just very consistent. So I'm not really that worried about, about that side of things, I guess. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. I'm just, uh, I'm a little nervous. Uh, I'm a little nervous to see how it's going to go. It will be interesting to see how the minutes split yeah. works that first couple games, yeah. especially against Oklahoma State and Kansas. Yeah, that will be, that will definitely be like the kind of just, yeah, the measuring stick mm-hmm. to begin with. Where are we at right now? You know, Yeah. I don't know anything about Eastern Illinois yet. I just know that Iowa State should win. They should win. Uh, I know that they're the Panthers. Okay. I know that Tony Tony Romo went there. Hopefully, they didn't steal UNI's normal talent because Iowa State typically struggles with UNI. So. I I doubt that they did. It might be a Space Jam thing. Going to go out on a limb and say that they didn't. Hopefully not. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes. Unless they're uh, from Monster Mountain. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll 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 just hope that they're that they're not. All right, let's do uh, some of these mailbag questions that you've got left over. All right. Your mailbag comes out tomorrow, right? It on does. Thursday. Yep, I'll have it ready tonight to, to publish tomorrow. All right, so. Sykes asks rules for the CF charters. I don't know if you have any idea about what the rules are. Rules? What? Since when does anyone think that we make rules? What kind of rules do we have? That's a great question. I mean, I, I guess there's some rules on the forums, but how would, how, how staunchly do we follow them? <laughs> Very true. So have you? Okay, have you ever been on a charter that Cyclone Fanatic has done? I have not. This will be a first. Okay, so you cannot speak from experience, and I cannot either. I mean, I just would assume, I don't know what the plane situation is. Like, I don't know how big the plane is. Mm-hmm. If it's a small plane, I would say just don't, we're going to avoid taking brown yep. in the in the bathroom. Whenever, whenever it's a plane or a bus, you never do that. You have to wait. Yeah. To if, off. if you got to take a dump, you got to wait until we get to San Antonio. Mm-hmm. And then you can poop wherever you want. <laughs> so then is there any any Cyclone Fanatic organized, like, get together down there yet? 
not, know, not that I know of, I know but that, that definitely isn't my thing, so I don't want to speak on that. That was another thing that I think Chris tweeted out, like uh, one of the bars in San Antonio, <laughs> wanted, didn't they want like an $88,000 like upfront up front, fee? Yeah, yeah. Man, that's insane. That's like, like a, I, I understand that it's probably, they're probably going to get business regardless, but they'll get so much more business if Cyclone Fanatic like... To put this in Ames terms, I feel like it's if you walked up to AJ's and they tried to charge you a $50 cover fee. Yeah. You know? And you're like, what? Yeah. Exactly. It would just blow people, you know, push, push them away. $88,000 is a ridiculous sum of money to, I mean, I don't care. I, I mean, what, what, what were we trying to rent out? The Alamo Dome? Like, okay. I don't yeah, know. What, Maybe you, the Alamo itself. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, are we going to have the party in the Alamo? I, I don't, don't I don't know what possibly could ever uh, warrant that kind of a sum. You don't have to tell me, but it's like a ransom. You don't have to say it on air, but do you know what which bar this is? I don't. I really okay. don't. No, okay. I'd I'm be not curious, sure. I'd be curious if, if Chris is going to share that tomorrow night at the staff get together. But it was funny last week at the radio show. We were all going around the. He wanted us all to guess what the price was. Oh, really? Yeah, and I was the last one to guess. Everybody else was like five, four thousand, you know, ten thousand, all stuff. And I was, I doubled it. I was like 25,000. Like I doubled the next highest one. So you were thinking like, man, I'm guessing really high. Well, even 25,000, man, like that's a lot, that's a lot of money. Hell yeah. You know, like for what we were trying to do. And, uh, and he's like 88,000. And I, all of us were just like, what? No way. That's, no. That's crazy high, dude. Not worth it. Well, and just think what, how much you'd have to charge everybody to just make it worth it. You could essentially hire two full-time reporters for a full year. For that kind of money. Like Cycle Fanatic you, double in we, size. Here, let me put it to you this way. We could hire... Mm, I don't know how in-depth I want to get with this. <laughs> we could hire more than two me's yeah, uh, yeah. with yeah, that yeah. amount of money. Yeah. But, I mean, that's pretty typical. Because obviously everyone knows that, you know, beat reporters usually don't get paid in, in gold bars or anything like that. What are you talking about? My apartment's is, apartment is basically Fort Knox. That's true. Lolo does have a very nice nice uh, area to play. Yeah, she has there. a nice bed of uh, of made of solid gold. Golden goose feathers is what yeah, it is, Yeah, golden goose feathers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, he has another question, doesn't he? He does. Uh, and that was kind of why I mentioned the Cyclone, Cyclone Fanatic staff party. What really goes on at a Cyclone Fanatic staff I don't party? think that these parties are near as exciting as what people probably think. They aren't. Uh, I've only been to one, obviously. That was yeah. last year. Yeah. But can you can you speak for maybe a few other shenanigans that have gone well, on in the past? Well, Chris does tell the legendary story of of Rob Gray falling out of the chair. Yes. Uh, that that definitely happened. Were you at that one? I was not. Was that the or maybe it might have been after I left, possibly? But I feel like it was before my time. That was the not this past summer, but the summer before that. Okay. I think I've only been to the one last year during Christmas. Okay. Yeah. So. Then it was, uh, yeah, it was, it's been a while. So was he, was he just rocked on beer or was there liquor involved too? I believe that there was liquor involved. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he was feeling it pretty nice. Yeah. Maybe our friend Jack, I think was, uh, was involved. I'd have to ask, <laughs> but, yep. uh, no, that was, that's really like the only time that I can remember from a staff get together where things Got a little rowdy. And then I do, I believe this was brought up in the Slack the other day that someone passed out on the toilet at the past just uh, get together. Uh, that, as well. wasn't a, that wasn't a, a get together. Okay. No, but that, that, was a, that was a different time. <laughs> okay. That was after, uh, no, I'm not going to go there. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that, but basically, yeah, we've been banned from 
Williams's house. Yeah. More or less. Which I well, I mean, not banned. Like I've been to Chris's house, obviously, recently, but uh I think that the entire crew can't go there on work nights anymore. I would think it'd be the kind of thing where they could, but I think at the same time that would mean Chris would be sleeping on the couch at night. Right. Chris would be in trouble. Yeah. So <laughs> now it's just we're you know, generally we we just stay away. Yeah. So do we, should we say what we're doing? No, we should, we shouldn't say because then people, people will gonna, show up. People okay. will try and show right, up and mind. hang out. With us. We, we but won't we, say anything. No, we will say though it, they are fun, and I put it in. I put it in that in your mailbag thread. I was like, really, it's just all of us sitting around and talking about work. Like I don't yeah. basically, or we talk about the cyclones. Like that's all that we talk about. Yeah, I think last year Chris just wrangled everyone up and just said, "Hey guys, this is what we're doing," and it took like ten minutes. And yeah, basically, you know, shot the crap about Iowa State. That's what. Really, it's just a bunch of people sitting around hanging out. Like yeah. it's not really even any. It's not near as exciting as it probably sounds. No. Uh, oh, and of course, last year there was the big the big debate between uh, Bloom and Gray. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, that was funny. Yeah, that always. Uh, it got political. That's all we'll say. Yeah, I'm sure everyone will be shocked to hear that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, that's always that, that's a that's a an annual occurrence. I'm sure that it'll happen again tomorrow. I I will get the popcorn ready for that one. I enjoyed that. Yeah, it was like everybody else just had a drink and they sat down and it was like, all right, now here we go. Yeah, time it's, it's time either, for the rumble. You took a minute, you took a break away from watching the NBA on the big screen and you tuned into what was really important, which is the political battle. Yeah, didn't I sit like cross-legged in front of Chris's TV and watch uh, the Sixers? Yeah, the Sixers were on last year. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. I think they won too, but anyways. Probably. I mean, they, they're a good team. They usually do. Yeah. Uh, no, this this year's party will be different, though. It'll be a little bit of a different vibe. Yeah, a little bit more formal. I'm sure that I'll take plenty of crap from Chris on the podcast, <laughs> so it's all good. Aren't you? Aren't you bringing a, a a plus one as well? Is that isn't that the story? That's a that's a that's a rumor. All right, I'll be I'll be eager to see how that goes. Is this the first plus one you've ever brought to like a work thing? Well, she was at the radio show last week. But, okay, that's right. Uh, this will be the first one that she, she's nervous to meet the entire crew. I think. Very good. Has she has she listened to any of your podcasts? Oh no, definitely not. Okay, so has she read any of your articles, anything like that? Probably not. No, hmm. but I I'm not worried about it. Okay. Anyways, that will be that will be interesting. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, I'm sure that everybody will have plenty of questions for her. Chris did when he met her last <laughs> yeah, week. Yeah, it, so. it'll be it'll be the kind of thing where Chris takes on the the dad role. Well, no, like, that's exactly what it was. He was like trying to give her advice. <laughs> and, oh. Uh, well, and it was funny. He get, he was giving me crap. He's like. Man, of course you. He's like bringing your significant other. And I was like, I was like, well, hold up. For one, you're the one who invited her. Yeah, like, get yeah. out of here. Don't come at me about anything. Yeah, I believe the quote was, "Oh man, here here comes Bloom, circa 2013." <laughs> that guy. I so I got off the radio. All of a sudden, I come back and she's like, "Oh, uh, Chris invited me to the Christmas party next week." And I was like, "Okay." Yeah, well, there you go. Well, this sounds good. So I guess she's coming no matter what you think, no matter what you want. Whatever. It's done. All right, what do we got? All right, uh, Gunner Clone asks, Christmas treat rankings. We, there's five of these, and we're going to take turns ranking these. Okay. That's how it's going to go. Number one. This is not my rankings. This is just listing them off in, in yeah, the order yeah, he yeah. listed. In, in no particular order. No particular order. Frosted cutout cookie. So I'm thinking like sh like regular straight sugar cookie mm -hmm. is what I'm, I'm yeah, imagining. Yep. Peanut butter kiss cookies. So that's like the, yeah, you know, yeah. you know what they have, like the big star kiss right in the middle. Right, right. Um, frosting dipped pretzels. And I imagine those could be either vanilla or chocolate. Yeah. Whatever you prefer. Okay. Gingerbread cookies. Okay. And something I've never had before, but I'm assuming must be pretty good. 
Thelma's Holiday Edition ice cream sandwiches. Have you ever had a, a Thelma's ice cream sandwich? No, so we'll exempt that from okay. the list. I've never even heard of that it, before. It might be good. It might be terrible. We don't know. We've never had it, so it is out of this question. So we have four to rank then. Okay. Uh, well, I'll put the sugar cookies first. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, you a big sugar cookie fan? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. If I mean, in between all those things, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll put the gingerbread cookies second, uh, wow. the star kiss cookies third, and then the pretzels fourth. Man, I think I think we almost went like inverse. I'm I'm gonna do. Uh, you don't like sugar cookies? Okay, I I I like sugar cookies, but like when put up against these other things, I can't put them first. I feel like this is a list of where it's like we of of best to things that are also good. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. All these are all these can be good, but the, my my definitive rankings are the peanut butter kiss cookies. Those are my favorite. Those are number one. Okay. Um, I'd have to go. This is a little bit controversial, but I think the frosting dip pretzels are second because when you think about eating one of those, like you, you pick up and you eat one and then you're like, oh God, that's good. And then you eat like 20 more. So those are my number two. Sugar cookies come in at number three. And then I'm not, I'm not a big gingerbread fan. I, I will eat them if they're, if they're the only cookie available, but they're number four for me. What, is, what do you consider to be the, uh, the etiquette of gingerbread houses? Like at what point do you eat a gingerbread house? Can you do that or do you just have to throw them away? Um, oh, that's a good question. You know, I'm not, my family's never been a big gingerbread house. Neither has family. mine. I'm just asking like that, that put that on my mind. I think that it has to be up for at least, oh man, I would say that if you make it the day or like Christmas Eve in the, say in the morning, like you get it prepared for the evening or something like mm-hmm. that, you can eat it after Christmas Eve dinner if you eat Okay. then. So I would say it has to at least make it. The only problem is that it would just be like sitting out. You know, yeah, and it who knows get, how what it would be like? Get a little bit dry, but I think that's part of the whole the whole experience. So, see, I wonder if people when they make gingerbread houses, they do eat them. Like I don't know that I've ever made one and ate it. You know, I I've eaten bits and pieces, but I think it's very rare that the whole thing gets eaten, just because that's a lot of gingerbread. That is a lot of gingerbread. That's like a dangerous amount of gingerbread. Probably. It is, and you would get you would definitely get a stomach ache if you. You would thing. definitely need to drink something. Your yeah. mouth would get so dry. Yeah, for sure. So. uh Obviously, we differ on that, but that's I th- fine. I th- again, we both agree that all of those are good. That's what I'm saying. That's a it's it's a difference between great and just good. Yeah, you know. There you go. All right. What, what do we got now? Uh, last one from someone named Fitzy, aka me. <laughs> I, I came up with my own question for today. Are you gonna put this? In, uh, that would have been funny if you had your <laughs> own question for the mailbag. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm putting my own question in the mailbag. Yeah, exactly. Um, hello, incredibly handsome podcast hosts. <laughs> What are your definitive Gatorade flavor rankings? So I was talking about this earlier today with a group of people I know. Okay. I'm not going to say friends because I got ridiculed for bringing up that I have friends on podcasts <laughs> at one point. Um, so we'll start with you. What are, what are your definitive Gatorade The definitive rankings? Gatorade rankings. So let's say, okay, I'm going to say that the, the main colors of Gatorade are blue. Yeah, light blue. Yeah, there's different colors of blue, but for this, for this reasoning, we're going to group them all together. Blue Gatorade, it's all in its own category. Okay. Okay. Uh, I would say, but can I can I just first of all say about the blue Gatorade? There is a stark difference between dark blue Gatorade, the like the OG blue Gatorade. Like, are you are you saying cool blue or like the glacier freeze? Uh, cool blue. Okay. And then like the one that you could get in the squeeze bottle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's a, a a wide gap between that one and then glacier. What? Not glacier freeze. It's like uh, the lighter blue one. I don't know what the light blue one's called. I can't remember the name of it either. 
Okay. But there's a, there's a complete difference. Okay. The so frost, the like blue frost. Okay. So here, here's the thing. I, I will allow you to break up blue then. We got dark blue and light blue. Okay. And the other colors are red, orange, yellow. I don't think there's a, there's not a really a green Gatorade. No. And then there's purple. And then there's purple. So let's yeah. go both the color blues and those other, those okay. other colors. All right. Well, first of all, I've got a one A. Okay. That's yellow. I've got a one B. That's orange. And I've got a one C and that's red. Uh, uh, and uh, then it goes the light blue. Uh, wait, 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 wait. And then it goes. Wait, 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 the, wait, wait. I can't let you go any further. I can't let you what's go up? any further. Okay, what's up? What's up? You do not have a blue in your in your one spot, or at least tied to it. Absolutely not. That might be the hottest take you've ever laid down. On no, podcast. dude. I guarantee, if you if we went to the gas station with, with okay prior to this question, if we had gone to the <laughs> gas station, it's like, hey, pick out your favorite flavor of Gatorade. I would have only considered. Yellow, orange, or red. What? Yes. Dude, you, you're going to get so much hate from that. I don't care. <laughs> it's a, dude, it's a well-known fact that Cool Blue Gatorade is the best flavor of Gatorade, and it's not even close. This is fake news. No. This is fake <laughs> news. No. Everybody... Okay, so now that you, you've... What kind of clown goes into Casey's and buys a Cool Blue Gatorade? And it's like, when you see the yellow, you see the orange, and you're just... And, I mean, think... The OG yellow, bro. That is what. That's the OG okay, here, Gatorade. Here, okay, here's the thing. I I was debating this with one of my friends, and yellow. You have friends? I do. I do. I, I have lots of friends. Um, but the 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 yellow Gatorade was one of the contentions that we had. I I, I argued in favor of it. Like I, I think lemon lime Gatorade is really good. Yeah. And then that is the most. I will argue that lemon lime Gatorade, when you are incredibly hungover, and you see a lemon lime Gatorade sitting there. That is one of the most refreshing things that yeah. could ever touch your lips. And for for whatever reason, I think the lemon lime is it's it it's a more of a thirst quencher than any of the other flavors. Correct. Too. Correct. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. it, your mouth is dry, and you're just like, man, yeah. I really need, I really need something. But here's a, here's another thing I have to say about your rankings. You put red in your one, absolutely, whatever it was. No, no, no. Red is the worst flavor. At red is fruit punch mm, is the worst flavor Gatorade. Red is my go-to. And it's not even close. Red is my go-to when it comes time. If I'm going to play a basketball game and I'm going to stop at Casey's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a Gatorade. Red, red is the go-to. Red Gatorade might as well essentially be cough syrup. And, and can we agree? Okay, maybe if it's the G2 version. I'm not drinking no. G2. That's trash. That's like, that's like two shots of cough syrup. Exactly. That's even worse. Exactly. But I'm saying that this, no, the original OG Fruit Punch Gatorade is... One of the greats. No, it's trash. One of the OGs. It is a Hall of Fame refreshing beverage. That's that's fake news right there. Uh, but can we both agree that the Gatorade in the squeeze bottle is exponentially more delicious than just the normal one? Yes, and I think that that is 100% agreed upon. I don't think that that's even an arguable fact. Whether you're Democrat or Republican, you're Iowa Hawkeye fan or an Iowa State Cyclone fan, I think everyone can agree on that. Yeah. Okay. I okay. just wanted to make sure we were all clear on that. So, okay. I did interrupt you. I will let you... Okay, so start It doesn't even matter. All, I've gotten my opinions so, out. Okay, I so, know that there's three definitive greats, so and that's yellow, orange, and red. Okay, you're wrong. But then after that, you said the blues, right? You said the, you said the dark blue was purple. Your all, all I want to say is that purple, anyone who chooses to drink purple Gatorade is a communist. False. Purple Gatorade is number two behind the original Cool Blue. What the hell are you talking Dude, about? Dude, grape flavor anything is, is the best. So you like the darker blue? I do. Not the like light. Oh my God. No. What is wrong with no, you? No, light blue comes the in light, third. The light purple, light blue comes the in light third. purple is good. That's the, the Glacier Freeze. That is good Gatorade. Any, any. But the grape? Both the grape? Glacier, both Glacier Freeze and grape are both 
two A and two B <gasps> for me. <gasps> yeah, dude. I'd rather puke than drink. And I, 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 Gatorade. Here's another take. Orange Gatorade is the five out of ten of Gatorades. Like Orange Gatorade is not good, but it's also not bad. It's that's, just that's it's straight. It's straight bleh. That's what it is. I've never been more ashamed <laughs> to know to even know you. So than I am right now because of your take on grape. Ga- that is that is the worst thing I've ever heard. In my no, life. the worst thing I've ever heard is, your, is your horrible punch take. Grape go- Gatorade is horrible. Here's another take for you. Grape Powerade is better than any of this. That's a hot take for you. Who the hell drinks Powerade? Me, I do. I will. I, okay, if I if I was given the choice between Grape Powerade and any kind of Gatorade, I would take Grape Powerade. I will say. Uh, blue Powerade and red Powerade out of the fountain. Mm-hmm. Elite. Elite. I agree. With like you, it, if you could get that at, uh, at Seasons or something like that yeah. on Iowa State's campus. Mm. Elite beverage choice. And McDonald's used to have blue Powerade, but I think they're, they've gotten rid of it. They did. Yeah. Which is a shame because that was like whenever we went to McDonald's, I would get sweet tea and my wife would get blue Powerade just because that's her jam. Mm-hmm. But now we can't even do that. And it's just a massive letdown. Elite beverage option. I remember being at Simpson when I was a freshman and that would be, I would drink like six glasses of Gatorade yeah, after, dude, you, or of Powerade after, uh, after basketball practice. Yeah, because you, you basically after basketball, it's either water or sports drink and you, you yeah. Powerade. And plus when you're just regularly going to the dining center. And you don't want to be a fatty and drink pop or something. Well, I drink pop. I usually would have like Sprite and uh, and Powerade. Not just chug. I'll just be slamming them both. You do like one sip of one, one sip of the other. Yeah, go yeah. back and forth. All yeah, right. I got you. Well, obviously our Gatorade takes are very different, but we can agree on lemon lime Gatorade being good. I just want I want you to know that I've never had trusted you less than I do right now because I, of the things you've said hey, about great hey, Gatorade. Ditto, ditto, dude. That's that's all I have to say. If I. I who drinks we, grape Gatorade, dude? We, I don't know anyone else who thinks that that's good. Grape Gatorade is delicious. Whenever I say the word grape, I only think about the video, the duck video. <laughs> oh, hey, yeah. Got any grapes? I was shown that my freshman year of college by one of my friends, and it was life-changing. Because I think he did. Did you gra- ever see the memes where it was uh, the grape was in surgery? They did surgery on a grape is what it is. Yeah. 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 That's like, that's the meme. Like after anything, you can say literally anything. And then, by the way, did you know they did surgery on a grape? No, my one of my favorites was it was a screenshot from the duck video, and it said, "No, they're in surgery." <laughs> That's great. <laughs> okay, so we we probably should move on. Hey, maybe got any grapes? <laughs> uh, all right, let's do hot and not before the break. All right, I don't even have anything written down. You don't. So I'm, I'm I'll do my hot first, and then uh, you can try to think of a hot. I've got a hot for you. Do you just want to go? You go ahead. Iowa State football recruiting. Nice. Today is, nas- national, Today is signing national signing day. We are on location at the Jacobson building at Iowa State. Mm-hmm. Uh, starting next year, Iowa State will have their best team score from the 247 composite ratings in school history. Mm-hmm. So you're saying there, Iowa State- is, there is a chance it will be higher than another team out east in the state of Iowa. There's a chance. Interesting. It all depends on how the rest of the class shakes out. Some attrition. All this is based off of averages. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just so happens that one of Iowa State's best players also has the lowest composite score on the entire team. Really? Yeah. Hakeem Butler? Yeah. So if he were to leave, hmm. it would actually increase the average. <laughs> Which is so... Effed up. <laughs> yeah, which is weird. But yeah. Uh yeah. This is 
the the things are things are things are looking good. So regarding the team out east thing, that that would probably have to be the first time in possibly ever. I would imagine it happened. would it would be yeah, it would definitely be the first time ever. That's really cool. So then they've only done that for like four years though. If you had to pick one player that you're like super excited or super you think that's going to have a great year or excuse me career at Iowa State, what one player from this recruiting class would you pick? Brock or uh, Brees Hall. I am totally in agreement with you. Like I, I, for some reason, I watching him on tape, even compared to Jarrell Brock, I, th- I just think Brees Hall just, like sticks out yeah. so easily. That guy's going to be a superstar. I think so too. He's got the size. He's he's very fluid, and he's a fast runner too. Yeah, and Jay Jordan's all in on him. Is he? And when he's all in on somebody, then I I usually have. Yeah. I, I feel like I can trust that. I didn't even know that, but that makes me even more confident. Did you not listen to football on random things? I have not yet. Yet. I will. Okay. What well, did it go longer than two hours? I know that both Jay and no, we Jeff actually were. Jay actually had to. Jay has a family. Oh, oh, and he has uh, to go to quote unquote uh, his son's basketball game. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, so we had to cut the podcast short at about an hour, hmm. but I, th- I thought it was still good. That's too bad. Putting family before cycling fanatic. That's just. Not cool. Yeah, we we got a new uh, a new definition for farts, family and random things. <laughs> oh, that's how the podcast ended. Oh, family and random. Well, things. that's spoiler alert. Now I don't have to listen to the end. Spoilers. Of the yeah. yeah, we also talked about Sean Marion. So how'd that come up? Well, guess I'll, you're gonna have to. Uh, yeah, that's right. the tease. Not you're gonna have to listen, listen you're right. aren't you? All right, you yeah. piqued my interest. You, you're getting my click. Yeah, there you go. All right. Um. So my hot this week, I actually get to go to the final four this year. Uh, what? But here's the thing. I there I don't know if you saw, but on the document there's an asterisk after after my uh I didn't know. I say this. So basically, uh through my work, the NABC, which is the National Association for Basketball Coaches, they have uh-huh. their, their convention in con- in conjunction with right. the Final Four. Right, right. So it'll be up there in Minneapolis and I, I get to go to that for, for actual work. So I, I will be there. And so hopefully Iowa State makes the final four and then I can just stay there while while they play it all out. So So wait, will you actually be at the games? Um no. <laughs> so you're not going to the final four technically no but i will be you lied to us i'll, I'll be it's at the final four i'm, you're, I'm not lying you're, you're misleading this is no it, it might be distorted a little bit with the way i worded it but i would technically will be at the final four so there you go it's exciting i'm excited you will be just as close to being at the final four as my friend leif who lives right outside of minneapolis is he going to the final four? Is he big? No, he just lives outside of Minneapolis. No, and, like, and is near. But the thing well, is, he it, works in he works in downtown, and therefore he's all he's basically at the final four. But it, okay, so if the final four is in Des Moines, I feel like yeah, that'd be an automatic ticket buy for me. I don't know, maybe that's just maybe that's just me, but I feel. You know like, how expensive it is to go? Oh to the yeah, final it's, four? It's, it, yeah, they get up there in like the five hundreds for tickets. Well, correct. Know. Yeah, and you you know how far away you sit for like paying that. How far away? Real far oh, away. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because they actually do it in, like, the, yeah. the NFL stadiums. Yeah. Right and yeah. you sit, like, imagine sitting in the nosebleeds of the of uh, U.S. Bank yeah. trying to watch a basketball game. Yeah. How small those people look in a football game. Mm. Then you shrink the field, like, in half. And it's yeah. only five of them. Then it looks like ants running around. Yeah. That's why it works best when they're, when they're going to play in a, in a big stadium like that to have it with one of the giant mega screens like they have in, in Dallas Cowboys Stadium. Because then you can actually watch on the big screen while you're so in, then you're in there. Only, so then you're just paying five hundred dollars to, to watch the game to, on TV. Exactly. Yeah, but you can say you actually went then, and that that counts for something. 
So I'm anti Final Four in, in the in the dome stadiums. That's I am my too. Personal. Opinion. I think they need to be held in, in basketball arenas. Yeah, I think that we have basketball arenas that are nice enough to hold the Final Four in. Definitely, and obviously money talks for for the NCAA, but at the same time, it, wait, I, it does? I know it's shocking. The NCAA but, uh, likes money. Yep, believe it or not. Who would have ever thought? Uh, all right, I don't have a knot. I, I can't think of anything. Okay. Well, we can. Uh, I'll, I'll say NBA officials the other day because of uh, the James Harden. Oh, yeah. The despicable James Harden step back, double step back. And then the NBA refs account the next day said, explains the rule and says, yeah, we missed this one. <laughs> you yeah. Think? Yeah. We missed this one. Okay. Okay. Thank you. I, I know it's been explained like his, his usual step back. Technically, maybe not a travel in like the way the NBA words it in the rule book. Right. That was a travel. But that was clearly a travel. And I would argue that a lot of his other step backs are travels too. Yeah. Yeah. I think, he takes, I think he takes an extra little hop every That's fair. Every, I can't argue that. Every once in a while. All right. What's your not? All right. Uh, you could also share mine out this week. People who claimed Monte Morris was just a good college player because he's obviously tearing it up in the NBA now. Whoever said that? A lot of people. A do lot you want to say that? Do you want. Are you talking about Iowa fans? Just be honest. Um, yeah, they're included. I wasn't thinking of Iowa fans in particular, but I was thinking there was a lot of probably uh, NBA draft analysts who probably would have said that. Like there he, was a lot of draft analysts that were on on Monte though. Agreed. Yeah, but there were people who were against him as well. People, there's there's people. People, but anyways, people, people say <laughs> people people say. Yeah. So he's. I believe he's leading the NBA in assist to turnover ratio right now, if, I, if I'm he not is. mistaken. I believe, he, believe he's on pace to set a record. That's right. Assist to turnover I, ratio. I went back, and I think they've only tracked it for like the last 15 years or something like that, but the he's like a full assist or full ratio point over what the, what the record hmm. previously was. So. Hmm. Surprising. Good for Monte. Keep it up. Good for Monte. Yep. All right. We're going to give some gifts. After the break? After the break on Stands and Fits. Presented by the professional MBA program at the Ivy College of Business at Iowa State University. This Cyclone Fanatic podcast is brought to you by Nationwide. Did you know that Nationwide is the official insurance provider for Iowa State University alumni? They offer Cyclone alumni discounts, auto, boat, motorcycle, RV, and pet insurance. To find out more, visit nationwide.com slash Iowa State or talk to one of their agents today. Hello, Fanatics. This is Chris Williams. There are few financial commitments you will make in your life that are more important than where to get your mortgage from. That's why I want to tell you about my friend Jason Larson at Gershman Mortgage in Ankeny. Here's a real review from a client on Facebook. Jason was amazing to work with. He kept in contact with us where we were at throughout the whole process. When we went to sign, he had coffee and donuts for us that morning. He was super kind and helpful, and we said we would refer him to anyone looking to buy a home. Now, that's just one review. Jason Larson, Gershman Mortgage, and Ankeny is an equal housing lender. Their NMLS number is 138063. Give them a call at 515-554-6177. Please tell him that Chris Williams and Cyclone Fanatics sent you. Hey guys, it's Chris interrupting this podcast because, you know, everybody wants to know that I get it asked all the time. How can we help Cyclone Fanatic? Well, you help Cyclone Fanatic by you support our advertisers and everybody needs to be aware of eye care. I wasn't for a long time and I went to Ames Eye Care and they really helped me out. It's changed my life. I don't have headaches the way that I did. You've heard me talk about this. They're also in Des Moines at Des Moines Eye Care. And you need to think about this with your family. Get the kids checked out. Encourage the wife. Anything. 
personalized eye care, designer eyewear. I've got these sweet Maui gym glasses that I use at work all the time. People think they look awesome. They meet your whole family's vision needs at Ames and Des Moines Eye Care. Check them out today and support Cyclone Fanatic. Christmas morning on Stands and Fits. Wow, special. The snow is falling. It's a white Christmas. Setting the, set the mood. We've got some Are you scented- sure that's snow? Yeah, it's snow. We've got some scented candles. The tree's <laughs> lit. The fireplace is crackling. We're ready to go. Have you seen, we should have uh, added, the, added in the sound effect of, uh, of like a crackling fire yeah. in the background. Yeah, it's not too late. That's, that's post-production stuff. I know, right I there, could dude. do that. Uh, <laughs> but this actually, I think that our, our gift exchange will, uh, will run as a portion of the Cyclone Fanatic radio show this week. Oh, will it? It will. Oh, so I'm, I'm, I'm uh, on pressure right now. <laughs> you are. Okay. You are under pressure right now. Okay. Um, all right. Before we get to the gifts this year. I want to say that I looked at last year's gifts. We gave some pretty damn good gifts. We did. The Marcel so, Spears one is the one that you pointed out. Well, yeah, that one. But like, there's even ones that I looked at and I was like, man, that actually kind of played out pretty well. Yeah. Where they... Well, they, should, should we go back and review a little bit? I linked to it. Yeah. I, uh, here. Okay. Um, I clicked on it right now. I want to say that I'm pissed that Coach Campbell never got us a gift. I, I still think that that... Uh, That's true. It's kind of messed up. Uh, oh, one of my favorites from last year. The Jamie Pollard Twitter account without mention capabilities, that exists now. Yes. Uh, because someone fan- Because someone created a new Jamie Pollard account. Yeah, which isn't actually Jamie Pollard, but it, like it's a mirror of his account. Correct. Yeah. So yeah. good job. Alan Lazard, we got him a flag. That was a little bit of a meta joke, but yeah. I, I think that was after the K-State game last year. It was so like right after that. That was a really yeah. good gift. Uh, Steve Prohm's episode, every uh, season of Family Feud. I think that he won- Cyclone Feud, didn't he? I believe he did. Well, did they do it this year? I think so. Okay. I assume so. I don't know why they wouldn't. He always gets so competitive on those episodes. Um, what else did we get? Uh, Let's see. The John Haycock nothing because football guys don't celebrate Christmas, I thought <laughs> was really good. Oh, and last year we got Chris. Uh, vacations conveniently scheduled for the third week of December 2018 and the first week of February 2019. I'm glad that Chris didn't go on vacation because I don't... I'm, <laughs> you don't want to do that much work? <laughs> I don't want to have to do all that work. But wasn't he on vacation like a weekend ago and, uh, and something happened, if I'm not mistaken? Technically, he tried to take, he tried to take a couple days off and I think something dropped. Uh, now, now I can't remember what it was. He tweeted about it though. I'm, I'm almost certain of this. I don't think so. Maybe not. I guess... I guess you you could be right. I don't remember. Uh, what else was there? Oh yeah, the Marcel Spears ceremonial Spears. That's okay. basically just the the turnover belt. Yep. And they actually had a turnover belt this year. Yeah. So uh, way to go. I mean, uh, I will say a turnover spear would have been a lot cooler. Agreed. Um, Fran McCaffrey's ten year extension was pretty great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, man, if only Iowa State had beat them this year, then that would be even more funny. But yeah. All right. Let's go through this year's gifts. Okay. For Matt Campbell, a miniature Matt Campbell statue for reference when deciding whether to leave Iowa State or stay to have an actual statue built in front of Jack Trice Stadium after continued success. I like that. That's a good one. So we would think that the Matt Campbell statue um, that will be built in the future would go next to the Jack Trice statue. Yeah. Or yeah, somewhere maybe in the new plaza. That they're building. Oh, that's a good know? one. Yeah. Because right in the middle. The whole north side of Jack Trice is going to look completely different in a couple years. And depending on what, le- I mean, if he wins a Big 12 title, I would say 50 feet tall. 
I would, mm, that might not be tall enough. On the low side. Yeah, that that would be a lower end of how big the statue needs to be. Yeah, and it needs to be. I think it needs to be twenty four karat gold. <laughs> I would say that maybe we could even replace the water tower with the Matt Campbell statue. That's actually a really good idea. Yeah, it can be a central thing on campus. So when they're giving football recruits tours on campus, they can mm-hmm. walk past the giant statue. They should just put it right in the middle of central campus. Like there is enough space there. Absolutely. Maybe. I mean. I, the base, what? the base might be like a football field in length. I don't feel like it would be any sort of hazard to planes or anything if it was like 150 <laughs> feet tall. No, as long as you've got some blinkers on top, maybe just yeah. to, just to, for the low flyers. How tall is the Campanile? Oh gosh, I don't know, maybe 40, 50 yards tall. Not probably not that high, not that high. Yeah, I was gonna say that's 150 feet, but yeah, it's pretty tall. It's it's deceptively tall. I would tall. say that they might as well just make it as wide as a football field and as tall as a football field. That works. Very representation of what he coaches. Yeah. So good job. All right, moving on. This year, uh, we decided to get Steve Prom a pair of boxing gloves. Uh, that way, he can be better prepared for next year's Iowa game in Hilton Coliseum. When things get a little scrappy out there, he can run out there, be ready to throw some fists. Yeah. Some yeah. Throw hands. Yep. I don't know. I'll just say that real men don't fight with gloves. I know, but he needs to, he, before, he needs to keep his his mitts nice and healthy. So that's what the gloves are for when he when he's practicing. So when he goes out there, he can he can just swing. For he, and have he, healthy we should have just got him a sparring partner, you know, or maybe some like kickboxing lessons. So wait, who who would his sparring partner be? Who would we pick for? Who would Steve Prom? I feel like it'd have to be. I don't know, Pete Link, the the strength coach. That could be. I guess that no, would be, he'd be his coach. Like he'd just be well, there the thing teaching about, him how to fight. The thing about Pete Link, though, is you could basically say that's part of his job, so you wouldn't have to pay him anymore. Right. Just make it a new part of his. A part of his job duties. It would basically just be like Coach Prone's workout plan. Yeah. It's just like learning how to box yep. so that he could box in during the Seahawks game next from, year. From 5 a.m. to 6 a.m. every day. That's his regimen. How much money would you pay for a Steve Prone versus Fran McCaffrey pay-per-view fight? Oh, man. I, I, would, I would easily pay $99 to watch that. Oh, easily. Yeah. yeah. That's like, that's, that's, I would, Yeah. I wouldn't even think twice about that. I would pay the however much I had to pay to get in the arena. <laughs> yeah, honestly. You know? I would pay final four prices. I'll go there. I'll say it. Who what would the odds be? Would Prone be the favorite? I think uh I think Fran would be the favorite, but I think that you'd have to give uh, I think the, the the smart money would come in on Prone. Yeah. The value bet would be there. That'd be a hell of a fight. Yeah. All right, moving on. What's the next one? Uh, well, we have Jamie Pollard on the list here. We do. Uh, we don't have anything for him, though. So we were going to put a couple a couple names on this year's. We were going to shout out and have people submit to us. like what, Yeah. Whatever you think Jamie Pollard deserves this year. Right. Put it in the thread what you guys think that, that Jamie Pollard should get for Christmas this year. Uh, because we don't have anything. No. Sorry, right. Jamie. Uh, this year, we did get John Haycock something. Yep. I mean, I... I just I, put I still don't think that he wants anything because he's probably still just too busy watching the All Twenty Two yep. to uh, to need anything. Mm. But he got straight cash, homie. Yep, that's all we need to give John. He's done a great job. Just need to give him straight cash. Make sure he's happy. He can yep. get whatever he wants. Good job, John. Uh, for David Montgomery and Hakeem Butler, I would say we don't have anything down for them either. But I would say that for Christmas they deserve high draft grades. Yes, and much money. I'm not sure that we can give those to them unless we shoveled some money under the counter to uh, some some people who, you know, pull the strings on like the mock drafts and stuff. I imagine that they will get pretty good grades. Yeah, especially if they perform well at the combine. 
Yeah. If they end up declaring, of course. Yeah. I, I think that we should just hope that for David and Hakeem, that they'll be the first Cyclones drafted since 2014. Yeah, we could really. That use... will be their gift. <laughs> and no doubt, both of those guys will be drafted. The, the question will just be where. Correct. Uh... <laughs> I'll go with the next one. Yeah. I'll take the go blow. Ahead. Go ahead. Brock Purdy. There's a lot of different directions we could go with this one, but I'm going this way. A stop making pun of me t-shirt. <laughs> Get it? Because everyone makes puns of him. Oh, man, I'm slapping the table right now. That is just, that might be the best gift we've ever given right there, if I do say so myself. <laughs> yep. Jared took off his, uh, his headphones. He's heading towards the exit. Bye, Jared. See you next week. <laughs> You didn't you didn't erase it on on the document though. I've never you left it there. I've never legitimately wanted to quit my job until so, until right now. So first there was the Gatorade takes earlier and now and now you're upset at me over this this pun joke. Yeah. That was pretty good. All the, all the pun fans that are listening to this right now, they're going to be ecstatic that I made that joke. Okay. Just saying. For Kyle Kemp. This is kind of mean. You wrote this. I want to yeah. say that this year was your idea. Yeah. And An AARP membership. Yeah, because he's old now. He's been around forever. He's, he's reaching retirement age. He needs an AARP membership is what he needs. Kyle Kemp, that's what we got you. Hope you like it. Be Dude just got his diploma, and now he's just getting ridiculed for being <laughs> old. Dude, he's, he's like what? He's in his six-year college now? Yeah. Yeah, so exactly. He's probably just as old as us, honestly. I, I looked it up. He's 24. Okay, so he's as old as me. Yeah, he's as old as you, one year younger than me. Yeah. Man. All right, from Mariel Shayok and Jeff Beverly, this is the greatest gift that anyone could ever give. An indoor basketball facility that only has enough space to shoot 15-foot jumpers. That's all they need. I really don't think that, Mar like, Mariel, this is, we should only give this to Jeff. <laughs> Mariel can shoot, shoot three-pointers. Yeah. But Jeff, that, well, that 15... Well, hold up for one second. Oh. Jeff made a few three-pointers in his day. You're not wrong. But I, I would think that on the list of Iowa State basketball players from the past five years, who you want shooting a three-pointer, Jeff Beverly is probably like number 50 on the list. Would you rather see Dustin Hogue or Jeff Beverly shoot a three-pointer? Whoa, 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 whoa. Dustin Hogue's the first person you go to? He well, shot, I'm just saying. I he just... shot in the 40 percentile or like 40 percent like both of his years he was here, I believe. No, he did not. Yeah, he did. Look it up right now. I guarantee you. All right, you all right, maybe. Uh, who, yeah. Okay, who who would you rather have shoot a three pointer? A, a better, uh, a better, better number twenty two that you could have went with there is Leron Dendy. Okay. I don't know if you remember Leron Dendy or not. But well, I know the name, but that'd be more comparable to Jeff Beverly. Yeah, dude. I don't know, man. Jeff Beverly's like a top five cyclone of of shooting from the mid range. I'm just. I, I would imagine he's at least a top thirty for wait, shooting wait. from three. Mm. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you going straight to Dustin Hogue, that's a little, that's a little, I, if I was Dustin and I was listening to this right now, I'd be a little bit offended. Who, who should be more offended with me this year, uh, Dustin Hogue or Daryl Bowie? Dustin Hogue. <laughs> that's how much you disrespected him, dude. Wow. Daryl was mad, too. He, he's already got his shots. Daryl's already got his shots in on you. Dustin, dude, it was funny. Daryl was at the facility one day when we were there for interviews. Yeah. He came through, he dapped up with everyone besides me. <laughs> Did he? So wait, 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 did he, did he know who you were when he, I don't know. I didn't make any attempts to dab up with him. So mm, gotcha. Uh, there's some, it was just funny. A little bit of bad blood there. Yeah. Maybe intentionally. No, it's not. I don't have a problem with Daryl. I think it's funny, yeah. but, uh, I, you know, nothing nice. I said was incorrect. Uh, I, I will put it that way. I'll agree with that. Yeah. You, everything you said was right. All right. We don't have anything for Linda Wigginton or Michael Jacobson. I was just going to say a healthy body. 
Yeah, for Lindell, I think we should get him some some sort of cushiony shoes. Yeah, maybe some bubble wrap. We can give Lindell bubble wrap. We should get Lindell like some good. some Air Monarchs. I'd be down with Nike that. Nike Air Monarchs. Yeah. Oh, another another idea I was going to bring up for Brock Purdy would be he can get like the pumps, the old shoes, you know, because he's he's pump fake Purdy, so he can get pumps to wear. Like uh, like D Brown in the dunk contest. Yeah, exactly. Do you know, do you know that dunk? I do. Okay, just making sure. Yep. Uh, Michael Jacobson. I feel like Mike could have. We just need to get him like some hair product or something. He's always, I feel like he's always like running his hand through his hair. He is, but his hair, surprisingly, it like stays up during the, the yeah. course of a game. That's a hell of a head of hair. I would be curious, like next time you get him one-on-one, I, I would really like you to ask him what product he uses in his hair. I will absolutely not ask him that. Dude, you totally should though. I probably won't. How much money would I have to give you to ask him that straight up? Man, probably not that much. Like 10 bucks. I'll give you 10 bucks. If I could get him one on one, if I had him one in one on one, there's no one gonna make fun of you for asking that question. It's just well, you. besides him. Well, yeah, but that's not only that's that embarrassing. I would probably just say, hey, my podcast co-host paid me ten dollars. See, ask there you, you go. Uh, what? what, but that's what like, kind of hair product do you that, use? Yeah, but what if he said none? I, then I'd be pissed because wow. like the volume that he had his hair. Has, yeah, then, just, then I'd just be env- even more envious of his hair. I'd right? Like, wow, that's natural. That's impressive. It's just like Gardner Minshew and his mustache. Like, yeah. I want to ask him if he puts Rogaine on his face. So if you got Gardner, would that work? If you put if you put Rogaine on your face, would it make it so you could grow a mustache? I don't know. I'm sure someone's tried at one point. Oh, I'm sure they have. I'm sure Rogaine has been spread. Over Definitely every, not me. Every part of every part of the body that's conceivable. <laughs> I'm sure not to not to go there, but I did. <laughs> All right, for Terrence Lewis. Uh, hey, I want to say this one. I want to say this one. Okay, this go ahead. One. Go ahead. One bottle of Mike's secret stuff from Space Jam. I think that's a good one because we've seen that Terrence Lewis, when he plays with confidence and that's essentially what Mike's secret stuff gives you. Yeah. I want a water bottle. That's just like, looks like that. You know, I'm sure they've been sold before. Oh, I'm sure. I guarantee if I go like, if you yeah. went to Warner brothers website right now, they probably have one of those that you can like get for Christmas. And that would be a pretty good Christmas gift on honesty. Oh yeah. Right here. 1995 on Amazon. I was going to guess 20 bucks. Is that like a, a Gatorade bottle? Essentially. It's literally just like a normal ask. Oh, it is on Amazon. Yeah. Nice. That's beautiful. It is beautiful. I might have to order that. (laughs) That would be really cool, actually. And you can have that whenever you play basketball, Uh rec league. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, I'm going to have to save that one. That's a a good one. (laughs) Uh, Man, I could even order it with Prime. Have it here Friday. And ready for Christmas. Ready for the Alamo Bowl. Expected to arrive after Christmas. What the hell? Uh Uh-oh. Well, that's crap. There's no sense in ordering it now. Stupid. Uh, When's your birthday? August. Oh, yeah. You got a ways to go. All right. We don't have anything for THT. Man, you, what, were we, what were we doing? Dude, I, I, I did like 90% of these. I'm just saying. Man, it's National Signing Day. It is. How, what time did I have hey, to I, put together I, the list? I posted this Tuesday morning, sir. It was up 24 hours ahead of National Signing Day. I had some ideas, but they just were... I'm, I'm, I think I took all like the, the easy ones that right. come to mind, though, too. Some of them were mean. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the one you came up with that we can't say on air? Yeah, was, no, was, we're not going to talk mean. about that one. For Tyrese Halliburton, uh, a pack of Crest White Strips, not because he has yellow teeth, just because he, con- he smiles constantly and needs to aug- augment his best features. Mm-hmm. He is. He, like, have you seen a basketball player that smiles more often on the court than Tyrese Halliburton? Mm. No. 
like I, I the the first one for a cyclone that comes in my mind is Naz, but he even he didn't smile near that as much as Tyrese does. Right. I wonder what Tyrese said to the uh to the Drake bench. to the Drake bench. Yeah. What? Because didn't weren't they shouting out he can't shoot? And yeah. Then, what a st- man, I I swear that's one of the dumbest things that anybody can do. Yeah. Like I get what you're trying to do, but. That's like that one thing that just motivates someone to give you like an ultimate screw you. Exactly. You know, I'll never forget during the state tournament, one of my best friends, they were yelling that about him. And I, I swear he, it, in the moment, it seemed like he looked back at them when they were yelling that and no one was guarding him and he shot it and drained it. And it was just like, it was the ultimate, yeah. you know, like action, two, two action. finger salute to, to him where it was like, yeah, you kind of like, oh, okay. It's all you got to do to shut him up for the rest of the game. Right. And it's like, why even say anything? Like you can say it on your scouting report, but you don't need to sit there and yell it like where exactly. they can hear you. Cause then all of a sudden they're like, Oh, I can't shoot. Okay. Well, I'm going to show you. I can. And you can claim it's a mind game thing, but at the same time it can blow up in your face in the wrong way. Yeah, exactly. All right. For Fred Hoiberg, a get well soon card flowers and a balloon. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's just a straight up classy gift from us. Fred, we hope you get better soon. I feel like Fred is another guy that probably doesn't need us to give him a gift. No, he's he's still he's still cashing checks right now. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, all right, uh, this one I like this one. Bill Snyder, we're getting him a copy of this year's Iowa State versus Kansas State game, which will end up being his last game coached on VHS. And I hope that he will pop that in his VCR when he gets home. And uh, are you back. sure he doesn't have real to real? Maybe Betamax. Yeah, one of those two. I don't know. We need to do a little research and find out what he's watching on. Maybe you have to send him a handwritten note in the mail. And he can write us back. Did you see the the picture on Twitter that he made the handwritten note for Chris Kleiman? No, what? And, they, and left it on the desk? No. I was like, this this SOB. <laughs> Why is he so Gosh, dang, dang it? He's so dang classy. Why is he so classy and, and just like a cute old man? Yeah, exactly. Now I'm not even mad at him. It's just he's just, and no. I don't have to get my get his uh, face tattooed on me. So that's nice. Too. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You were you were very happy that Iowa State finished better than seventh in the right. conference this year. Right. Uh, all right. For Chris Williams, what do we we here? We can sit and we can brainstorm this one. What do we want to get for Chris? What did we get Chris last year? Do we know? Let me. Go uh, we got the vacation. That's. Oh yeah, that's right. We already talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, is there something we could do with the Alamo? Maybe we can get him a venue that you don't have to pay anything up front for. Oh, there we go. Yeah. That's what we're getting, Chris. Yeah. I love how in that same thread of tweets, he was like, I'm going to throw my own damn party. Yeah. <laughs> like, he just made in. He's like, now he's going to make a point over, like, yeah. yeah. You know, part of me was, like, thinking maybe you could just, like, find a part or a place in the parking lot at the Alamo Dome. And just like, yeah, everyone would come congregate here. It's like a fanatic get-together. The only problem is that on game day, we're going to be, like, Going to work. Yeah. Well, that's why you do it on the on the twenty seventh or something. Oh yeah, I didn't. I thought you meant like in the Alamo Dome parking lot on the game on game day. I mean, you could do it in the morning. I don't I know how close the Alamo Dome is to the Riverwalk. It's uh, it's less than a mile. I'm pretty sure. Oh wow. Okay. Never yeah, mind it's me. all walkable. All right. For Rob Gray, I say we get him a free tour to the Alamo. Yeah. But again, I've 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 heard that the Alamo. It's the kind of thing where you can go and be there for five minutes and see all that you've needed to see. Is that any different than any other normal Christmas present? I guess fair. That's fair. But I feel like I feel like Rob deserves more than that. He he deserves just a little bit of something else. Maybe we can get him uh, a nice bottle of scotch or something. I don't know. What is, does Rob drink whiskey? Yeah. He, yes. We already have covered this on okay. this episode today. Yep. So there you go. Uh, and then for Brent Bloom, for Brent Bloom, I, Bloom, I want to get him a 
some time with the babysitter so he can sit and watch uh, uh, some league pass. That's a good one. Because my guy's falling behind on his on his league patch league pass watching. Maybe maybe like a, a cycle fanatic t-shirt that says refs are people too or something like that. I don't know. Absolutely not. That's <laughs> the stupidest idea. Okay, ma- okay, not that's cy- almost as stupid as your grape take. Not cycle fanatic branded, but something else. Yeah, okay. That's fair. And then for us, uh, this isn't really a gift, but uh that we don't have to drink a 15-year-old beer on this episode's Christmas extravaganza. Yeah, because that was last year. That was a year ago, and that was nasty. Yeah, that was real bad. We both almost died. I I literally almost puked. Yeah. It was, it was as soon as the episode ended. Really nasty. It was uh, both flat and it, 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 it tasted like dirt, basically. RIP to the bad beer, man. I, st- I miss those segments, man. I do. It just goes so hard to, to get new bad beer. To maintain. Maybe, you know? the, maybe they'll have some good ones down in Texas. That we could like smuggle back somehow. Maybe, yeah. Well, I'm driving, dude. I, c- I could smuggle some back. If you're in law enforcement and listening to this, you didn't hear that though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. All right. That's all of our gifts. We underwhelmed with the gifts this year. I think. It wasn't the best, but I feel like this year there wasn't a whole lot of like, you know, funny things to obvious ones to yeah. take, to take, uh, there's too many of. good things that happened. Yeah. This is too, too good of a year in Iowa state athletics. Yeah. Last year there was again we were coming off the K State screw job for football and yeah, it was just bad. Yeah. So Man, it's crazy that, that was thirty three episodes of the podcast to go. Yeah. We only did thirty three episodes of the podcast this year. I know. Well, that's because we took basically took a break in the summer. Yeah. Like we, we took went basically like, the entire summer off, more or less. <laughs> three or three or four weeks between every episode in the summer. Yeah. We were out doing stuff. Yeah. We're both young guys. We, just we got stuff to do. Just busy. All right. Underrated underdog update. Things are not going well. No. I I wrote this even before last night's game, which uh, was lost again. Yeah, lost again. You picked uh, Northern Illinois to beat UAB. And yeah, UAB won by a lot. I think. Yeah, they won by like twenty something. I think. Yeah. So yeah, none of our underrated underdogs have won yet. And so what are we everyone. now? Like a combined like o o for eight? I believe so. I think you're. Well, I think you're o and five, and I'm o and two. I want to say. Okay, so we're o for seven. Yeah, combined. Eventually, one of us is going to win. I bet the first, I'll say the first one, the three wins, wins. Who wins if we both go 0 and 20? How do we figure it out then? Oh, man. Does it, then do we have to, we have to do some kind of, I was going to say we have to do something for the national championship. That's what it's got to be because we didn't pick that game. Uh uh-uh. uh. It'd have to be something related to that. We'll have to pick the final score or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But, but then again, the underdog thing, we got to play into that somehow too. We'll have to think about that off air. We'll think about that. <laughs> yeah. Because right now things are going very poorly. I, be, I would not be surprised at all if we end up tying again. Yeah, I agree. But at the same time, I'd be very surprised if no un- underdogs won at all. That would be massively yeah. surprising. But wasn't it that thir- only 38% of underdogs have won in bowl games since like 1982 or something like that? Well, 38%, dude, that's, that's a pretty good amount. Since 1982? 38% of all underdogs have won. 38% in... That think about how many games that is. What what that's am I missing? That's not very many. That's not very what many. What wait wait wait. What am I missing there? Thirty eight percent. That's like get, approaching half of all games. The underdogs won. I don't know. I don't think that's a very good odds. Yeah, that's that's pretty good odds in my opinion. Better than zero percent that we've got going on this year. It'll revert to the mean, dude. Okay, so what's thirty eight percent of twenty? Um, I'm terrible at math, but so four percent or excuse me, forty percent of twenty would be eight. Yeah. So, so it'd be like seven, or seven. Well, I don't think that's going to happen then. No, no, I don't think either one of us is going to win seven. Mm-mm. So we'll see. 
Yeah, I like your first to three. We'll probably win. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, would you rather? Let me pull things up here on my phone. Can you feel? Can you feel like thirty seconds of talking? No. Go on. Go on another Gatorade rant. No, I'm not going to go on another Gatorade rant. Can you just hurry up? <laughs> I'm hurrying up. All right. The only rest of would you rather questions you'll ever need. Let's go with. Um, okay, here's a good one. Would you rather have an easy job working for someone else or work for yourself, but work incredibly hard? So essentially, would you rather, would you rather be an entrepreneur or would you rather just, you know, work for someone else? Um, probably work hard and work for myself. Mm. So what, what, okay, so let's change things up. What if you, what if you make three times working for someone else? With an easy job? Yeah, with an easy job. Okay. Okay. That's perfectly cool. Let's double it then. How about double? That's still the same thing. Okay. So only only when it's the same salary would you rather work for yourself but work extremely hard. Yeah. Yeah. So if you if you if you work for someone else but you make more and you work easily. Okay, well what kind of job is this? So let's say it's something you still get to write, Mm -hmm. but let's say it's like one two hundred two hundred word blog post a day. If I write for else. someone else, yeah, that's it's that easy. But if you're working for yourself, like say you're you're doing, you're the only person doing stuff for Cycle Fanatic. You have to do literally everything that everyone covers right now by yourself. That wouldn't even be possible. I'd die before I could even <laughs> finish a week, probably. So I'm yawning. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, guys. All right, let's move on. Would you rather be the first person to explore a planet? Or be the inventor of a drug that cures a deadly disease. Oh, my God. This is a good one. Oh, okay. Okay, so I'm exploring the planet. Am I making it to... Am I trying to figure out whether or not it's viable for other people to go to the planet? Um, I would just say that you're... you're check- I don't know. I would, I would say that, yes, that would be part of it. I would say that wouldn't be the only thing you're doing. Okay. Um, have you seen Interstellar? Bits and pieces. I haven't watched the whole thing oh, the whole way through. It's a great movie. That movie really messes I've you heard up. It's good. Yeah, really. Isn't it like three hours long? Yeah, really messes you up though. Mm-hmm. It's one of those. There's like wormholes and stuff, aren't there? Yeah, that movie is crazy. Yeah. Uh, I'd probably, I'd probably create the drug. I think it'd be cool to explore a planet though. I think so too. But my only concern would be, what if you get to the planet and it's not like inhabitable, inhabitable. and then you're just stuck there? And like, there's something that's it goes extremely badly very fast. Yeah. Like, yeah. like it's got piercing, piercing atmosphere that pierces into your, your astronaut suit, something like that. And then you're just immediately dead. Yeah. Basically. So obviously there's not really any downside to the scenario of being the inventor of a drug that cures a deadly disease. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, I'd probably just do that. I'm with you there. All right. We'll do one more. Um, would you rather die in 20 years with no regrets or die in 50 years with many regrets? Die in twenty years with no regrets. Yeah, it's a pretty easy one. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, you'd only you'd only be what forty four. I was just say. So would I rather die at middle aged and happy, knowing that I had done basically everything that I could, or would I rather die old uh, and crotchety and angry that I didn't get to live the life that I wanted to? But I feel like you're you're probably at least I would say at least five years out from having kids. Like, say you meet someone. Within the next, again, maybe the person who's coming to the Psychophonetic staff get together. Okay, well, we're not going to go there because <laughs> okay. that's, yeah. But anyways, if you had kids in five years, they wouldn't be out of the house yet. 
So I feel like you could say that you wouldn't have any regrets, but wouldn't you have regrets not seeing your kids grow old? Like, isn't that automatically a, a type of regret? Or would you just be totally fine with that? <laughs> I, I've got my kids Well, I mean, out it there. would depend on what the situation is. Mm-hmm. If you're sick, you know, and like you have cancer or something like that, at that point, what can you do about it? Yeah. Like, if you have true. terminal cancer, like, it, my thing is I'd be like, all right, if I'm going to get, if I'm going to get sick and die, then I'm going to try and take advantage of every moment that I got, yeah. you know? And I guess, I guess you could my say. My only it, regret would be if I was sick like that and I'd, I let that consume me, you mm-hmm. know? And I guess you could say that if you, if it was like all of a sudden unexpected and you just died from natural causes, you wouldn't have any time to regret anything. Like you'd just be dead. Right. So I guess in that way, that would alleviate some of the regrets that you might otherwise have. Yeah. I mean, obviously it would not be ideal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would be sad, but at the same time, you but, wouldn't have to suffer through any regrets. Yeah. But I guess that also depends on your uh, <laughs> views of the afterlife and all that kind of stuff. Very true. Yeah. And that's a whole other thing we could get into. Yeah, obviously. probably not going to do that because that could really probably not ruffle some feathers. Yep. Uh, all right, man. Good podcast. Yeah, you got to go meet meet Matt Campbell for the. Got to go talk to Matt Campbell first time today. Uh, probably won't talk to you guys again till after the first of the year. Yeah, unless we do a special podcast from San Antonio or something. Yeah, and I we'll have to figure out what we're going to do because obviously the the two Tuesdays from now will be New Year's Day. So we're going to either record Wednesday or figure something else out. We'll get it figured out. We will. We'll get it figured out. All right. Thanks again to the professional MBA program at the Ivy College of Business at Iowa State University for being the presenting sponsor of the podcast. We will talk to you guys again soon. Uh, Man. Beat Washington State, dude. I was just going to say, I guess I might as well just say beat the Cougars. That's right. Peace.